Hello and welcome to Camera Eats First. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are two market girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism and how we run our blog. And we keep you up to date on trending news topics. But the last few episodes we've been focusing on the anti-racism movement that's been happening throughout the world right now because of all the social injustices that have been happening it feels like more and more so adding on to those episodes now we're going to talk about what we've been learning over the few weeks that we are going to apply to our platform Mm -hmm. yeah some like changes that we can make to ensure that two market girls is more inclusive is um more is using the platform that we have for good as small as the platform can seem to be in comparison to people who have like millions of followers um we still have like a good group of people that follow us and watch our content and we want to make sure that we're making changes to our content while still delivering our content that everyone like knows and loves but like ensuring that we're using the platform we have for good for more than just vegan recipes you know yeah and regardless of our numbers like with something like racism even just addressing in your inner circle can make a huge difference because of like Mm -hmm. the ripple out effect that that can have so even though we might not have the biggest platform we still definitely have a responsibility to contribute and help as best we can right now yeah um so do you want to talk about some of the things that we were talking about over the past like couple weeks that we want to start trying to do with two market girls yeah so i think like we put out a post earlier this week or last week kind of addressing that as much as we are shifting back into quote unquote our normal content we are still going to be posting more social activism social injustice Mm -hmm. activism than you would have seen from us before so we don't want what has happened the past two to three weeks we don't want that to fade away like it's not a social media trend right this is something that needs to be addressed so for us part of that is continuing to post more educational resources than we ever would have before Um, Because we want to keep it front of mind for ourselves and for our audience. And that goes for like all social issues that we like care about. So we've always been like we've always had that our platform where we didn't really post about a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, Not because like not because we didn't care about it, but just because we were like that platform is for vegan recipes. And then, you know, our social lives are for our social lives where we can do that kind of stuff. And I think what this has really changed for us is that like it's like we need to do both in every area of our life. Like we need to make sure we're like if we truly cared about social injustices, we'd be doing it everywhere we could basically. Um, So as well like in addition to black lives matter content and that kind of stuff we're also going to be posting about other social injustices that are important to us and important for us to share um so it's kind of expect that and like resources to know if new laws are passed that are really important to know that we feel like really passionate about we're going to be sharing these things yeah so that will extend like obviously like Catherine said beyond just black lives matter it's indigenous issues especially for us in canada it's lgbtq plus issues and it's even maybe more like of the animal rights issues Mm -hmm. because with our platform 
a lot in the past we kind of like we said we spread veganism through food and we didn't really adjust address the activism as much but I think now it's kind of feeling like we can't with all of these things we it's irresponsible to just sit back and be like well it's not really my thing yeah so I think it's just it's an interesting shift that we've both experienced because if you had asked us you know a month ago if we were going to become more active in that way I don't think we would have expected it and that's just because it didn't really feel maybe natural to us like I know for me Mm -hmm. I'm not very confrontational and I associate activism with confrontation a lot of the times but I'm finding now that in previous situations I wouldn't have spoken up but now I feel like I will because you get to the point where you're just like this is I can't sit back because I've done the reading I'm doing the learning and it feels so wrong in my heart to let that slide like you can't let it slide anymore knowing how much damage it does to people and like you just like for your own selfish like you can't just sit there and like watch something like that happen knowing what's going on with other people everywhere else like it's just it's yeah so we've decided to kind of shift to market girls is still very much about delicious vegan food but it's also about sharing things that are important to us as people who run and create this vegan food. So, mm-hmm. And then um, beyond that, we also want to work to continue to amplify the voices that don't get amplified as much or didn't get amplified as much before. So that means being a lot more cognitive of um, posting recipes from black creators and indigenous or people of color like opening up the spectrum of people that we are following and that we are showcasing because even like we know how much of a difference it can make when even an account that is a little bit bigger than you shares your stuff that that's Mm -hmm. how we grew that's how we got where we are now so how can we not help other people get to that point yeah it's basically like paying it forward like there's so many amazing bigger creators that did that for us and partnered with us when we had like 300 followers. So how can we not pay that forward by helping other small creators uh, get the kind of like fulfillment out of this and like get that audience that they deserve, right? So yeah, and like I don't, it's not just like, quote unquote, diversifying your feed, because I know that's like it's not about filling a diversity quota it's -hmm. also the fact that when you just open your eyes to more content that's out there it's more interesting like you even said so yourself earlier this week that you know you start following all these other communities and your feed just gets so much more interesting like it brightens it up right so I also feel like for anybody that uses social media whether you have a big account or not continue to be like aware of what your feed is being filled with because Mm -hmm. that really impacts how you see the world so even for me this week I've been going through and every time I see an account where I'm like I never pay attention to this account anymore I don't it's not doing anything for me I'm just like unfollowing so many accounts that from years ago it's like why do I even follow this anymore that is something that I actually have regularly done on social media a lot is like I'll go through my follow like who I'm following 
And also, Instagram has this feature where if you go into like settings, you can see your the accounts you least interact with. So every once in a while, I go through those and I see why. Like sometimes it's just like forgetting or passing by or whatever. And sometimes it's just that they don't bring me joy anymore or like the accounts have changed and it's not the exact same, like not what I was there for originally or whatever. So doing that like kind of look over your social and ensuring that you have a diverse group of voices and that there's no voices taking away from like what you're trying to accomplish in your own life yeah I think it's also like as I don't it feels really weird to talk about having influence or being an influencer yeah you don't really know what to do with that as a human being it's also sorry before you move on like that term like I don't hate the term influencer I know there's so many influencers who will say they hate the term but like it's just it's the fact it's what you are like I get that you don't want to be called that you want to be called a content creator and you are a content creator but you're also an influencer like you can't deny that but also like what I also think people forget about that is like even if you had one follower you could be an influencer as long as you have the power to influence someone you don't need to be on social media to be an influencer you just have to have the power to influence someone and almost everyone has that to at least one person in their life yeah and I think that's why right now um so many people might be feeling like well what should I be posting what is the responsible thing for me to be posting right now especially if I'm still trying to learn how do I balance between you know not posting something that I didn't realize is inappropriate and yeah also not being silent Mm -hmm. and I think it was helpful like we got got on a call a few days ago with you know some of our other vegan vegan squad yeah that we tend to talk about these things with because they go through the same things that we go through and so we all thought if we get on a call and we try to talk through it together we can figure out what are the long-term strategies that we all need to be implementing right now and i mean honestly we didn't come up with that many solid ones it's definitely (laughs) a work in progress but it's even just like having having that conversation with them is something that's just so helpful in like helping yourself figure out ways and being able to be more open talking about things like that like the more comfortable you get talking about these kind of topics with even one person then maybe you'll get more comfortable talking about it with a second person or a third person and it kind of just works from there right yeah i think we've heard so much lately that i mean going beyond performative allyship it's about having conversations right so Mm -hmm. the fact that we are having these conversations with people directly in our life or people who do similar work to us even that is an important step that we're all helps us all work towards the bigger goal yeah um before we move past uh this kind of general topic of like talking to people in your life do you actually you created something that was really cool for people who are less tech savvy in your family and aren't on social media all the time to help them like keep up to date and help um, them like basically understand what's going on a little bit more and give them the resources so they don't necessarily have to search for them themselves if they couldn't find them. Do you want to talk about what you created? Because I thought that was a really cool idea. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, because I felt like, I mean, right now, anybody who is online, I think if you're saying you can't find information or resources, then you must have your eyes closed. Yeah. Because it's it's literally everywhere. Like, it's overflowing. I have notes and notes of links. But then when somebody asks me, well, can you direct me in 
like towards something that I should read or like where where do I start and I started thinking like if you don't have if you haven't built like all these new people you're following on Instagram that are posting all these resources Mm -hmm. it can feel really overwhelming and I didn't really know where to send them like what is the first step what is like what order should they go and which pieces will actually resonate with them so because I have like certain people in mind (laughs) let's say like middle-aged women maybe Um, (laughs) I kind of like throughout the week was taking note of resources that I think would fit into that um what do I call it that flow of learning I guess yeah so it's like what are the two or three starter articles that they should just to get them introduced to the topic basically yeah yeah and then you know which books should they consider picking up and then also like podcast episodes from voices that they would have already known who have interviewed the voices that they need to be introduced to mm-hmm. so i felt like that was a really important transition that could help and i also wanted to be very um aware of not just like the voices that they need to know about and the resources that i need to be pointing them towards need to be the voices that are have are in the position to tell these stories yeah um, so I was trying to make sure I was doing that properly too. And then I came across like some educators who have courses and workshops and so many things on their blogs. And so that's like the final step. And then when you get to the bottom, there's one other resource that you can go into that has, you know, a longer list of things <laughs> if you're ready to explore more. But yeah. the, the also the call to action at the bottom is that if you've done this reading and you've started this journey, it's your responsibility to pass it on. Yeah. Because that's how this works. That's how this grows and makes a difference. So yeah, I I wasn't sure if I was actually going to be able to put something together or whether it was going to be good or not, but I'm glad that you thought it was. (laughs) No, yeah, it was like really, really awesome. It was put together really well and easy to kind of like move through and work through like it was very um I mean maybe it's also like I'm a tech savvy person so like maybe I think the real test will be someone who isn't like on social media or isn't like someone who's on the computer all the time and that kind of stuff but I do think like it was a really cool way to put information together that like takes the work like takes a bulk of the work out of the people to the point where like they don't really have an excuse but that they don't want to look at it it's literally like here's this information like beyond that it's up to them to find more resources yes and continue this on and share it with people but like here is this information i did all this work for you here's the links here's this all presented in a really nice and easy to read way um you know start reading here do the work you know take this responsibility on but it was a really good way to position it to people who might not have easy access to these because they don't use the internet or they don't, uh, not necessarily the internet, sorry, they don't use social media and they don't see these resources popping up in their Instagram feeds or their Facebook feeds or wherever it is. So I thought it was a really creative way to reach people that might otherwise be harder to reach and require those like more in-depth conversations. It's like gives a, here's like a base and then let's talk about it. Let's do this. Let's do this, right? It's really cool. Yeah, I do hope that it is 
easy enough to navigate because that was another big concern. And because so many of the interesting things we're seeing on social media are like those infographic sliders on Instagram. And I Mm -hmm. really, really wanted to include some of those. So I'm hoping that when someone receives the document, they know to swipe through it. And if that's too confusing, then maybe we've got to get a version 2.0 to address that. Yeah. Um, And I hope they can tell that things are clickable. But I tried to make it as simple as possible. But, you know, it's hard to judge that. But I also, like, it is not the responsibility of Black people to put together a resource like this. They've been doing the work and they've been putting the work out there for years. So I felt like the least I could do was try to put all or some of it into one place so that somebody else would find it easier and not yeah go up like not dm somebody and be like can you show me where your resources are because that is just i that's like the worst thing you could be doing right now i know and and it's just like it's a really creative way to reach the white people in your life who may not be able to have seen this information before Right. So, uh, yeah, no, I thought it was a really, really cool thing that you thought to do. Thank you. I can link it in the show notes if other people want to check it out or send it along. Yeah, no, I think I think it would be a wor- based on just myself. I think it's a very uh, interesting thing that I think a lot of people would find useful. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> Um, But yeah, so moving on a little bit, some of the other changes that we want to try and do to all of our platforms and media. Um, So we want to try and make sure the people we're collabing with are more diverse group of people. Obviously, we're only going to be collaborating with people that we really enjoy their work, we value their work, all that kind of stuff. But we want to make sure we're hitting all the different audiences and ensuring that we're partnering with people and I diversity isn't there that we kind of get outside of our bubble a little bit right um so we're going to put a little bit more work into that as well as the brands we collaborate with to make sure they align with our morals and our ethics um just putting a little bit more and i think every influencer or blogger or whatever you want to call them is guilty of you know when someone reaches out to you you just feel so good about wanting to part like someone wanting to partner with you and pay for your content that sometimes you can forget to do a little bit more research and a little bit more deep diving into the companies so we're going to make sure not to do that not that we've partnered with a lot of brands but just something to like keep in mind that we want to make sure that the brands we align with also or the brands we partner with align with what we're sharing with our audiences we're going to make sure that we're really doing our, as much homework as we can on brands that we partner with and ones that we reach out to and ones that we just buy in our personal lives. Um, you know, that's it's a hard thing to do because you buy from so many different brands and also you don't know who owns who and all that kind of stuff. But just as much as we can, we're going to try and look into the brands that we buy from and support and all that kind of stuff more and ensure that they are an inclusive brand and they support social justice movements like this. Yeah, because if if we're going to be continuing to, you know, make our voices heard about these issues and that we don't agree with them, then we can't turn around and then partner with a brand who isn't also addressing those and contributing to those in the Mm -hmm. right way, right? And then, like you said, like that translates to our personal lives too. And I will say it's a lot harder when you are stuck at home and you're also trying to make responsible purchases. But I think because right now everyone is kind of 
being more aware of their purchasing, there's also resources coming out that help you with that too, right? Like that whole account, mm-hmm. Black-owned TO that started yeah. like a couple weeks ago is huge now and finding so many companies through that. And then even things like, I saw a tweet earlier this week that talked about the fact that if an audiobook is exclusive to Audible, it can't actually, it's not allowed to go to a library. Oh, so people don't. I didn't ha- know that. Yeah, so people don't have access to that audiobook now, and huh. I don't know why that was the final straw for me. But I was like, "That's it. <laughs> I'm canceling my Audible account." I didn't even know you had an Audible account. I signed up so long ago. Honestly, I should have canceled <laughs> it so long ago. Um, but I through that, um, seeing that tweet, I also discovered that there is kind of like an independent version of Audible. It's the same idea, like you still subscribe, you still get credits, and all of the audiobooks kind of fr- come from like indie bookshops and it connects you with that. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's so really cool. There are alternatives to these things that we feel like we don't have alternatives to. We just have mm-hmm. to find them. <laughs> yeah. And something, a goal of mine, and I know of Devin's as well, is to ensure that we're not buying from Amazon anymore um you know amazon's one of those hard hard ones because like even the people i talk to in my life i'm like you know i'm telling myself i'm not buying from amazon anymore and i'm like ashamed that it took me this long to even do that because the amazon news isn't new that they're like that jeff bezos is a pretty terrible person (laughs) um but like even like talking to people in my life they're like i don't know like it gets you get the thing in two days and i was like yeah that's great but like they're literally like ruining people's lives and like people are dying because of the practices at this at this place as like two days of shipping is not worth that i'm sorry like that i i i can't like i can't justify getting something in two days if it means someone else's life is terrible because of it yeah like i think as soon as you've read even just one article about what goes into making that possible and like when you think about it ordering something online and getting it that quickly there's no way that people somebody isn't having to live through very unfortunate circumstances to Mm -hmm. make that possible because there's a lot of logistics that go into that there's a lot that has to happen so it's something like you said it's something that i have been trying to work out of my life um but we've just been we've been so spoiled with this idea of I want it now I get it now but you know what most of the time you'll be fine without it and I think if because we don't want to be ordering from Amazon ourselves it also means that we don't want to be encouraging people to order from Amazon so like we used to kind of push affiliate links more on Amazon and I know for a lot of bloggers and influencers that's a pretty significant revenue stream for Mm -hmm. them sometimes especially like in tech review and stuff like that yeah but I mean it hasn't really been for us so no (laughs) Uh, and I know we we definitely still have links out there so it's a process of still getting all those like kind of removed but it is a process that we are actively doing and engaging on um, because it's even like honestly even if it was a revenue stream for us like it really like i just can't it can't justify the terrible things that that company does um but yeah so that was something that like has really like i don't know these last three weeks not even just in particular like the black lives matter movement but just like looking at everywhere that i like 
put my support and put my money towards I'm like like even with like fast fashion not that I buy a lot of clothes but I'm like you know maybe I shouldn't be spending money on a five dollar t-shirt because there's no way that was ethically made mm-hmm. um so it's just kind of like there's a lot of stuff that we're trying to do in our personal lives to ensure that we're supporting more small business more minority owned businesses um more ethically made and responsibly sourced ingredients and things like that uh so we encourage everyone else to do the same as well if you can yeah and i mean talking about all these different changes we want to make it's a lot and it it's going to feel overwhelming and if it is you know take it one thing at a time we don't have to Mm do everything all at once these changes don't happen overnight right with a lot of these things it it'll take years to get to the level that we wish we were at already yeah and we have to like you it's like a complete change of lifestyle like the lifestyle of people getting people are so used to getting their things shipped to them in two days sometimes even like 24 hours that when suddenly it changes and you like get something that takes like two or three weeks to get to you like it's a big change that it sounds kind of silly thinking of it that it would be a big change but it is a big change that people have to uh adjust to so like we even talk about with veganism when you go vegan take it one stage at a time and slowly eliminate things and make changes and find like do your time to find to look up companies that you want to support instead find alternatives don't just like cut it out of your life and not have an alternative or some means to replace what you're giving up because you're just kind of setting yourself up to not Like, because as soon as you need something, you're going to be like, oh, I don't have anywhere to go. I'm just going to go back to the thing that I know. Mm -hmm. Um, So make sure, you know, take your time. Look for reputable companies and companies you want to support um, and small businesses, minority owned businesses, all that kind of stuff that can replace those things that you want to work out of your life. What's interesting about what's going on right now is like, I don't know if we would be at this um boiling point if it weren't for all of the other variables that are in play right now like being in a pandemic and being stuck Mm -hmm. at home right so I think when we talk about making all of these or any of these changes last long term the true challenge will be when things start to shift back into the life that we knew before because right now when you're just sheltered at home it can actually kind of feel easier to implement these new habits because Mm -hmm. you have such a smaller quote-unquote world right yeah and you're not like you're not walking down the street and buying a coffee from timmy's on a whim randomly or something like that yeah so as we you know the world slowly reopens we have to figure out how to carry on these things that we are developing at home and make sure that they stick because that's going to be the real challenge Mm Hmm. yeah no i am I'm hopeful like because I even know it'll be a struggle for myself as well like just like walking down the street and like going into like random shops and stuff you don't like you walk into a random shop you're not going to stop before you go in look up the company see if you can find information on the company like it's it can seem like more daunting when you have more choice and you're able to go out there and you see all these things and you don't necessarily have the time to do all the research um so it's even using now to set yourself up for when that happens and giving yourself, finding those resources, finding companies within the city or the town that you live in and little shops and things that you can go to for the things that you regularly go for. Find a local coffee shop 
or you know find a local bookstore or go to the library or whatever it is and i think also when it comes to uh anti-racism like the times when you're going to need to speak up those will happen more once we get back to regular Mm -hmm. life so right now the biggest thing that we can be doing to prepare ourselves for that is to keep educating and keep reading because I know like me as a person I will second guess myself and that's usually why I'm not speaking up because I know in the past like that's what I would do with veganism too if I wasn't 100% sure of the science or the truth about you know how much protein is in that or something I would be hesitant to speak up as much so if I do as much research as possible now then when you're faced with these situations where you need to speak up you know what to say and you know how to address it mm-hmm. this all feels so daunting when you hear it all back I'm sure but <laughs> I know. Um, uh, other things that we wanted to mention that we will be doing um, we are as the podcast listeners know we are in the process of reworking our website a little bit and like um, switching over the hosting and all that kind of stuff but in that process of Um, revamping the website we do want to include a place where we can put resources for social justice movements that are important to us like animal justice black lives matter lgbtq indigenous lives all that kind of stuff where we can put like either write blog posts on things that have come up in the recent times or link to resources for people and that kind of stuff so that we can have a place built right into our blog for -hmm. people to go to um, as well as morphing our little news segments on Camera Eats First a little bit. Um, tr- before, traditionally, we included just like vegan product news, essentially. What's launching, that kind of stuff. We will still be including that, of course. We can't not include some vegan product news. But we want to also to make sure to include social justice news, things that are going on petitions that we're signing are important to us or laws that have been changed that are important to know about or social um i don't even i can't think of more but things like that we want to also include aspects of that in the news segment of our podcast yeah if it's things that we're going to be sharing on our instagram and talking to each other about then it's also things that we want to use this platform to further amplify right it's the same reason we send each other products back and forth because we want to talk (laughs) talk about them and spread the word about them right so Mm -hmm. that translates across all of the social issues that we want to be contributing to and something helpful for me that came out of our talk with the vegan squad a few days ago was we kind of touched on the idea of figuring out what your voice when it comes to activism what that actually looks like right so Mm -hmm. what kind of content and what kind of sharing do you do that works for you because what the type of stuff that somebody else might post as part of their activism might not work for us just like yeah if we translate it over to veganism you know some people will post a lot of graphic animal cruelty videos that's their activism but that might not be our activism and that goes for all different forms of social issues that you're addressing so i think the process of this like us incorporating resources on our site and us sharing them on instagram it's also a process of us figuring out what our voice looks like as more of an activist stance yeah so it's very much a learning process yeah we have a lot to learn a lot to work on um really hopeful of or i'm really yeah i'm really hopeful for the like 
the younger generations, not to say older generations aren't in support of all these movements, but I like seeing the younger generations, like our generations and younger and slightly older as well. But like seeing that shift of holding corporations accountable and holding people accountable for their actions that they do when they have so much power. Right. Um, and I, I like to see that. I love seeing that shift and seeing that we ha- we're part of generations that are so passionate about social justice issues. And just because you're a corporation doesn't mean you don't have to take a stance on these things that more it's more so you're a corporation you have a lot of power to change things take a stance on them and tell us what side you're on and tell us what you're going to do about it to make sure this stuff changes Mm -hmm. there might be other generations or even like other people that are more likely to just be complacent with things but i think more and more we're seeing amongst our generation and the younger generation too is that we won't be complacent and we know that we have other options or we can find other options or we can make Mm -hmm. other options possible yeah well it's like even just like talking to people in my own lives who are in their 50s or 60s you know or older in the older generations where they're like they see a statement from a company and they're like yeah that's a good statement but then like people our age are like no that statement didn't go far enough that statement wasn't enough and just to see that kind of difference of like where things are shifting towards and who the future is basically who the people that are eventually going to be running these companies are uh it's like really i like i'm really glad to see how passionate people are about holding big business accountable to the actions they take on their employees who are often so terribly paid mm-hmm. i really hope that this like fire that's burning in so many of us right now i really really hope that we keep it going because it, it's it it can make a difference right mm-hmm. so i hope yeah can... i i know that the two of us will definitely hold each other accountable to making sure we continue talking about this stuff and continue sharing important things. And I know based on the vegan squad call we had that everyone is just as passionate as we are. And I, I know that we're definitely not probably the most passionate people out there. And that's what makes me hopeful is that like as passionate as we all are, there's so many more people who are like so passionate about this topic too. And I'm hopeful that this is like the start of change. Mm-hmm. And I also hope that by other people in our life seeing us continue to talk about it, they continue to think about it and be aware of it and hopefully take actions like we are. Like that's also why I think it's important for us to keep posting and keep talking about it because there will be people who even this week or the week after, you know, they posted the black tile on their Instagram feed. But if they didn't also follow new creators or new people and they're not hearing from the community, they'll think that it all went away and everything's fine. And Mm -hmm. so if they did that, that's not good, but they're still following us. So we can keep that momentum. Yeah, we can help keep spreading it just even by that. So that's kind of an example of how you might think that as one person, you don't have enough reach, but you do. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, something else I learned in the past two weeks is I'm only going to be buying Ben and Jerry's ice cream from now on. Speaking of companies who like take some epic stands on social justice issues, Ben and Jerry's is the ice cream of choice. That was a good one. (laughs) Yeah. It was a very powerful statement for anyone who hasn't 
uh, read Ben and Jerry's statement on Black Lives Matter um, and white supremacy, I would very much encourage you reading that statement. Maybe we'll leave a link to it in the show notes um, because it's like it's I think it's one of the very, very few examples of companies that young people are like, yes, this is exactly what we want to see from a company in terms of a statement. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's everything that all the other companies were tiptoeing around and didn't want to yeah. say. And it's it's one of the it's it's I use this their their statement as an example for so many like when I'm talking to people who are like oh that's just a company statement like the ones that are like they say they're against racism but they're just kind of tiptoeing around the issue really um, they're like that's just how companies produce statements about this kind of stuff I'll just and they'll be like you know they don't want to lose money it's all this and this I'm like I get that but if Ben and Jerry's is a huge company can do this and not lose money or not be afraid to lose money almost any company can because Ben and Jerry's is huge mm-hmm. uh, so like case in point Ben and Jerry's proves that you can take a stance on social justice issues on the right side of things and still be fine and still make money and still make delicious delicious ice cream Exactly. The other companies should all take note. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, yeah, I think like we'll be sharing more content creators, sharing more resources and news and that kind of stuff. We won't be staying silent on social justice issues to sum it up for you guys. Um, yeah. And yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, too, we are still learning every day, too. So it's it's an ongoing process for us right we are by no means experts now nor no. will we be anytime soon but that's okay we're still going to keep working at it we're taking it day by day yeah article by <laughs> article book by <laughs> yeah. book keep, word just by keep, word <laughs> yeah keep on all right well that's going to be it for this episode if anybody has resources or things that they want to send our way in regards to how we can use our platform responsibility responsibly we would love to hear that so you can send us an email at twomarketgirls at gmail.com or if you're on the anchor app you can send us a voice message uh, if you want to find our vegan recipes they're at twomarketgirls.com and like we said we'll hopefully be revamping it soon and getting more resources on there too and our res- our recipes are on YouTube, we're Two Market Girls, <laughs> and on socials where we're trying to share more social activist posts, we are also Two Market Girls. Yeah, that's uh, that's it. Be sure to subscribe yeah. to the podcast. You don't want to miss future episodes. <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get now, <laughs> in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.